everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming. Broadcasting from Titans Tower, secret headquarters. It is I Sell Comics. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is comic book man himself, Mike Zapsik. Happy Festivus, Mike Zapsik. My God, it is Festivus. It is Festivus. And I've got a lot of problems with you people. Yeah, is this where we air the grievances? The airing of the grievances starts now. And then we move on to the feats of strength, <laughs> everybody. Which is only applicable to comic books this week, folks. Yeah, because we have no strength. We have no strength. Where our bones, our muscles have atrophied to the point. We have no, there's no. There's no there are no feats of strength there's, there's here, no, Ming. No strength. We can't even thumb wrestle here. No, not even. We can't even thumb wrestle. Happy Festivus, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy, happy Kwanzaa, happy, happy Kwanzaa, whatever the happy hell you what, celebrate. Whatever, as long as you're celebrating. Which is what you should do right now, because right. it is, yesterday was the longest day of the year. The longest or the shortest? It, I'm sorry, shortest day of the okay. year. It was the longest night of the year, that's what I meant to say. The greatest amount of darkness. Listen, as Mike Zapsik has always said, and I'm going to attribute this one to you, uh, every day you get to take a shit. Is a good day. I attribute that to Chris Hardwick's dad. Oh, is Chris Hardwick's so dad? Chris said Hardwick's that? dad said, any day you get to take a shit is a great day. Right. Means you're so. alive. Means you're above the ground. Means well, you're this- at least two feet above the ground, unless you're shitting on a patch of soil somewhere, and then you're maybe three feet off the ground. I don't know. Right. Means uh, you're, you're on this earth. This earth 616, as, as, yes. we, as, as it's become to known. Earth 1, everybody. Right? Yes, you're on Earth Prime, boys and girls. Yes. Earth so, One, Earth Prime, either or, it yeah, doesn't matter. If you're hearing this, it's a good day. It's a hell of a day. It's folks. a it's a hell of a good day. You better appreciate this. You better, yeah, because it's free too. So, <laughs> so yeah. we're this is I sell comics. We're daylight. Yeah, they hopefully not a dollar short. N- nobody knows that. That's all right. Nobody knows that. Hopefully, uh, you know, it, whether you're listening to this for the first time or maybe like twenty forty seven. Or 2049. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and you're watching Blade Runner yeah. as a documentary. Right. You're, you're hunting down replicants. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling is hunting you down. And well, he should, because, I mean, who doesn't want to get hunted down by Ryan Gosling? Uh, well, actually, me. I don't, because I swear to God, I would, you know. Yeah. I'd turn the tables on. Right. But I would be that M. Uh, Night Shyamalan ending. That would be me. Yes. Whether whether you're you're listening the first time or, or far into the future, we welcome you. Yeah. The, these uh, the reason we read comic books is because they're timeless. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be reviewing books that'll be around for years to come. Yep. So, good deal. Yeah. You know what else will be around for years to come, Mike? You know what? If you've got a Casper mattress, yes. I swear to God, you're you're never gonna want to switch. No. You're you love Casper. Well, we love Casper. Yes. You should love Casper. I do love Casper. Casper mattresses. Uh, it's a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to you, the consumer. Eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. The award-winning sleep service was developed in-house as a sleep design and is delivered in a small, how did they do that, size box. I like how you put the emphasis on how did they do that. They put that? in quotes here. In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. The mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Notoriously! Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms, passing that savings directly to the consumer. You know what? 
This is a quality. It's a quality mattress, folks. What kind of quality? It's an an in-house team of engineers spend thousands of hours, thousands of hours developing the Casper memory foam for sleep surface mattress. It's got just the right sink, just the right bounce. Plus, it's breathable design. Sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature throughout the night, which is important to me. Oh, yeah. I run hot. Do you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe you should stop. Like rubbing yourself so much, like the friction creates heat. Don't tell me what to do. All right, I won't. So, it, it, so if you're masturbating in bed, folks, there you Casper go. mattress will will <laughs> sleeps cool. The perfect masturbatory help you, bed. Help you regulate your temperature throughout the night, or you know, like you know, you getting down in the bed. You don't want it to be like super hot. You want it All to right. be nice and you know regulate that temperature. Very nice. Buy it. No, go ahead. So I was going to say that. Did you uh, know uh, that buying a Casper mattress is completely risk free? I did not Mike. Casper offers free delivery. Free returns with a hundred day home trial. Hundred days, man. Actually, it says a hundred night here. So you know, you right, don't sleep well, during, unless you sleep during the day. Well, what if you? Yeah, if you work third shift, right? It's a hundred day. Okay, but I mean, and not only that, but let's put it this way: United States Postal Service right. not coming to your house at you know three a.m. to pick up your bed. Yeah, yeah. but yes, the best thing if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit. That four minutes inside of a showroom, don't cut it. No, it does not. Especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on this. Or if you're a chronic masturbator, maybe half. Right. Up to half, perhaps more. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. You know what they should do is they should get that person who who washes themselves with a rag on a stick. Yes. You know, like a Jabba the Hutt kind of person right. who, who lives on their Casper mattress. Yes. And be like this, no bed sores, right. no nothing. Right. This, this is, is the perfect mattress I for me. I spent 100% of my time on here, and it's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, Casper has supportive memory foam to create a, an award-winning sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Did you know that Time Magazine named it as one of the best inventions of 2015? No. It's true, folks. In fact, it's now the most awarded mattress of the decade. Wow. Free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. Canada, folks. All you Canadians out there who are listening to us, hey. you, can, hey, you, can, you can return it risk-free. Oh, it's no big deal. Oh, get a nice get a good night's sleep. You betcha. Oh, yeah. Hey. You get to try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Yeah. Now, for listeners of this show... We're going to give you $50 off toward any mattress purchase by nice. visiting Casper.com slash isocomics. Wait a minute. We put the I in? It's back in, yes. Nice. Casper.com slash isocomics. Use promo code isocomics. You get 50 bucks, folks. 50 bucks. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's Casper.com slash isocomics. Promo code isocomics. Get $50 off any mattress. $50, folks. That's a lot. Casper, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, since we do, uh, I celebrate Christmas. You celebrate Christmas? I celebrate Christmas. Uh, I wanted to thank you very much. Uh, Mike just handed me my Christmas presents. Yes. Uh, I got the first half yesterday, which uh, is an amazing, not even a trade paperback, hardbound, Mike. I got your hardcover. Hardbound, Avengers, West Coast Avengers, Sins of the Past. This is written by, uh, uh, art by Al Milgram. And, Steve Englehart, didn't and he? And written by Steve Englehart. The, the late, great Steve Englehart. I love him. This chronicles uh, West Coast Avengers numbers 10 through 16, uh, the annual number one, and Avengers annual number 15. Yeah. I cannot wait to read this. I'm a big it's fan fantastic. 
of the West Coast Avengers. I'm not a huge fan of Wonder Man's costume in this, but you know, which one does he have in here? It's, like, it's well, he's it's, going out to um, he's going out to make his fortune as a stuntman, correct? Yeah, he did. Well, actually, as an actor, but he decided that uh, hey, you know, I can do stunts. It, you can actually yeah. shoot at me, right? So, right, I can lift heavy things and put them down. You can blow shit up on me. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, you don't need no CGI. There was uh, no CGI back in 1985, like no. barely. But um, he, he was like, hey, I can. Go ahead, I'll, I'll jump out of this car. Right. You can blow up the building. You can blow it up. I don't care. And then today you walked in with edged weapons. I did. Uh, it got me two katanas. One short, one long. Yes. One for... Um, one for slashing and one for committing... Uh, Harry Carey. Harry Krishna. Harry. <laughs> well, we... Do they have a... a do they have a, a holiday this season? I Oh, the Harry Krishnas? Yeah. I believe, I believe they always have some kind of holiday. Okay, summer. yeah. It's, yeah. it's happy go to. Do you notice you don't see too many Hare Krishnas in the airports anymore? No, I noticed that. Well, I think since the advent of uh, you can't get into the gates anymore. Yeah, pretty much. And who the hell, you know, you're rushing through the airport trying to get your ticket. Nobody's going to stop in. Yeah, and, and um, if uh, we've probably been in, we've probably been in airports more than we've been at home this year. You have, I've, I think it's 50 50 for right, me. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're, they don't let you, they don't let you loiter no, at the airport. No anymore. loitering. They're pretty, they're not that great. They're pretty no. bad. Yeah. So I got a little gift here for you, Mike. Oh, my God. Uh, containing this envelope on Chuck. Oh, sorry. I came up a little short That's there. Right. Um, oh, man. Let's see. There's a little, uh, uh, open up the card first. All right. I will. And then uh, you can open up the folded piece of paper. But um, wow. there's a <laughs> Christmas card there featuring Brian Johnson. I love this. Dressed up as Santa Claus. I'm dressed up as an elf. Merry Christmas. Great 2017. We and thanks for kicking ass with me this year. Yes, we yeah. will continue to kick ass. Ming, thank you so much. We do. That's uh, Amazon that's part, gift card. That's part one. Uh, easy, easy, standard, standard present. Beautiful. And uh, present number two is. Oh my god! Is Mike? This is fucking awesome. <laughs> Ming, you know what? I went, I went low tech. Okay. You went high tech. I did. Sure shot pistol range, <laughs> shooting range package for two people, including one hour range time. One pistol, a rifle rental, one pack of targets, ear and eye protection for two people. Thank right, you so much. Take your, this take, is fucking awesome. Take your wife. I got one for myself as awesome. well. So, hey, we'll make it a, a double maybe, date. Maybe we can double date. You and, and, you and Debbie Chen, me and... Oh, man. We, we, I don't want to find out if Debbie Chen and, and Julia Zapsik are better shots than we are because we're they, fucked if they, they probably are. are. Yeah, I, I would have to say. Women with hand-eye coordination. It's they, true. they probably are. So I mean, there's only one way to find out. Oh so. uh, yeah, <laughs> have them shoot at us. So, uh, you know, I know you love the pistols. I know yes, you love the firearms. Beautiful. Thank you. And, this is um, this will go. Oh man, this is awesome. That's Thank a complete you. package. Doesn't include ammo though. So I, I, I that's all right. Probably jacked up the price of the ammo. We're we're, we're gonna add Probably. some. We're gonna add up a couple bucks for that. So yeah. <laughs> what if I make my own bullets? Hey, I make my own. These what, are homemade bullets. What are you freaking Eugene from? Walking I'm Eugene. Dead? Which reminds me, uh, if you watch Walking Dead, um. The the uh the big thing was make make me a bullet was uh one of the themes of right. Dead. Why didn't why did not make me ten bullets? Why not make me a full clip? Yeah, exactly. Why not I why, mean you're there. Yeah, why just one? I, I didn't Uh one with his name on it. I think that's what it was. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, we're going back to like old West school. Yeah. So she's like the uh the quick and the dead. Right. Okay. Uh, well I'm I'm I'm, I'm always uh I have a backup or have ten backups or make me Why uh, not? And you're gonna have to I mean Granted, you just want to take out him, right. but you've got people around you, so take, yeah. take out them, too. Yeah, take out the whole group. Have a plan. Yeah. Uh, that was ill-conceived. Uh, Rosita. Well, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Obviously, no spoilers here yeah. if you haven't gotten to it, yeah. 
So, all right, back to we're going to comic news here, Mike. Yes, let's go to comic news. Uh, let's start out with this one. Uh, our friend Greg Capullo, friend of the family. Yes, love comic Greg book men alumni. Yes, just renewed his contract at DC. Very that's, cool. That's very good news. That's big. It also allows him, I think his contract allows him to work on creator-owned projects. Yes, exactly. Now, if you follow Scott Snyder, one of his frequent writing partners, uh, partner in writing, uh, partner, where's his frequent partner? His comic book partner. Comic book partner. Uh, they've been teasing at something that may be coming in next summer, they've been teasing. Right. Uh, possibly Batman-related. They have not revealed. They haven't, but they, they've been teasing that it is Batman-related. Yeah, related. so this makes, this gets them closer to that. Yeah, I believe, or you know, maybe, you know, without saying too much, flat out probably says that it's coming. It's it's going to be a big Batman thing. Yeah, so. it's, yeah, yeah, it's coming. We're 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 calling it here, although we're not. Like, if you're a stock, if you're uh, playing the stock market, put your money on Capullo. Oh, I would absolutely. Yeah, uh, right now he's currently working on a book called Reborn with uh, Mark Mark Miller. Mark very Miller. very cool. Yeah, but good to. See. Greg, welcome back to the DC. Yeah, show. very, very happy to see you. Hopefully, they're throwing you a chunk of money. You, you deserve it. And if they're not, you should threaten them. Uh, you should threaten them by beating them up because he's a, he's a, you don't. He's want, Jack, man. You don't want to mess with that guy. No, seriously, he's he's like uh, semi. He's in between our ages. He's like forty. He's, he's, I think so. Yeah. He's, but he is. I, I wouldn't want to mess with him. Him and and John Romita Jr. Yeah. That would be like a wrestling tag team of epic proportions. Right. That would be cool. Get them against uh, like Liefeld and uh, Mark Silvestri. Silvestri's kind of a beanpole, isn't he? Like, yeah, well, yeah. So what? I don't, I don't. That's not even a fair fight. I'm sorry, guys. All right. <laughs> like, well, then put someone else in there. Um, someone uh, Liefeld and uh, yeah. Are there any other Jack? Uh, probably oh, probably a lot. All right. Well, I just remember the the stereotype was uh, if you read comics or you created comics, you were, you were dorky. Skinny, yeah, scrawny. Yeah. You were, you were like Peter Parker before he got bitten. You're like Sheldon on uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, not anymore. You ever see, no. if you've been in the presence of Greg Capullo or uh, John Romita Jr. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, when I was like six or seven years old, yeah. because I'd read like Superman and Batman and Daredevil and a lot of the the martial arts, you know, and, and Captain America. Right. I'm like, I could probably handle myself in a sure. fight. And then I got into like my first uh, schoolyard scuffle. Right. Well, like, I, I can't handle you, myself in remember, a fight. Do you remember your first fight? Uh, my first real fight yes. was, yeah. Actually, I've only been in uh, two fights in my life. Right. One, you got your jaw broken. That was the, my very first fight. Oh, okay. But oh. I, I still won you on won. a technicality. You won, but your jaw got broken. It was like a Pyrrhic victory. Yeah. Right. And right. uh, yeah, that was. Were there, were there any winners? Truly, any winners in that fight that day? Uh, no. Okay, we did no. kick the other guy's ass. Though. I did, but it's it's not. But you had to drink your lunches through a straw. Through a straw, like, yeah. For for, for for like, actually, my father kept it on for an additional two weeks just to make sure that the bone was strong enough. Or he was punishing you, and he was punishing me. And right. No, no, no. But yeah, I was. Uh, and and you know, you're like sixteen years old and. You know, you lose twenty pounds. Right. Not good, especially during puberty. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, I think I got into my my first fight. I was five. Was on oh, the really? Got messed with a third grader, Uh-oh. so he was quite a bit bigger than me. Uh huh. I don't even know how it happened. I think he bumped into me. I bumped into him. Started shoving. All of a sudden, like it, it went kind of black, and I was on the ground. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> fight over. Yeah. Not to be fair, he probably outweighed me by you know fifty pounds. Most likely, he was three yeah. years older than me. So did he truly win? No. 
No. Did I win? No. Again, what did you call it? Pyrrhic victory? Nobody wins. Yeah, Pyrrhic victory. Nobody wins in a fight. I'm I'm a lover, not a partner. There you go. I'm a lover, not a partner. Swayze says it best. Nobody ever wins a fight. No. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. God bless you. Especially in this this Christmas season. It's Roadhouse. Truly the Christmas movie that keeps on giving. Yeah. Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Mike, Jack Kirby's Commandy. Yes. Coming back. The last, last boy, boy on Earth. Yeah, were you a fan in its original run? To be honest with you, no, I I wasn't. I was. Uh, I I thought it was like really derivative of Planet of the Apes. Yes. Oh, it, 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 and it, it was. Is, oh yeah. yeah. But um, back in the day, I was a superhero guy. Uh, not so much science fiction. Right. I really didn't get into science fiction until I turned about twelve, twelve yeah. or thirteen. Um, which is really weird when you think about it. Right. There are guys who span the entire spectrum of the the nerd community sure there were guys who loved dune guys who loved conan and guys who loved and all three of them (laughs) me i loved superheroes i loved horror yeah those were my two genres i i was a big horror novel buff right uh stephen king stephen king actually stephen king i didn't read until i was like 15 but uh all the old bram stoker Uh, Mary Shelley Stonecraft, right. Stone, whatever the hell her last name is. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I mean, I read the classics and I read the stuff. I, I watched tons of horror movies, Hammer films, boom. Yeah. Also the the karate thing. Sure. I was Chiller a, theater, Kung Fu Chiller, theater. Absolutely. All the theaters. Yep. I knew Mario Bava. I, I had known his work years before anybody else right. did. So I was like, yeah, Mario Bava. Nice. All right, yeah. but yeah, so, the, uh, the the loincloth and the boots, yeah, I wasn't. A big not, yeah, sword and uh, sword and sandals, not my not my wheelhouse. Um, the post apocalyptic world, not so much either. Uh, until a little bit later on, right. and then I devoured Commandy later on. Once I, I had a true appreciation of uh, Jack Kirby, yeah. And here's the thing, and try not to judge me too harshly, folks. Okay. But back in the day, you're you're reading comics, and you've got uh, Neil Adams, you got John Byrne, you've got Jim Steranko, you got George Perez. Yeah. These are the guys who are action. We got the huge super, ones, superheroes and tights. Yeah, and you've got these guys who are the at our time they were the superstars before there were superstars. Right. And so then you had the reprints with uh, Ditko and Kirby, and you'd, you'd be reading them, and you you'd read Captain America by you know Kirby, and you're like, wow, this is. You didn't appreciate it. You knew that there was something special going yep. on, but it's like all this stuff is really blocky or, um, you know, Ditko's really angular. And everybody's really skinny. Right. And you're like, uh, not so much you for noticed. my taste. Okay. You know, you knew that they were distinctive, but you're like, I like this guy. And then a little bit later on, once your, your tastes mature, you're like, you can go back and, and reread. I reread all of the amazing Spider-Mans. I'm like, this is fantastic. Right. This is amazing. Exactly. (laughs) Nice. This. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you started to appreciate, you know, the building blocks. These are the guys who built the foundation of the Marvel universe and to a certain extent, the DC universe, because DC was trying to catch up to these guys and they were usually decades behind, which is really ironic because they were the first one. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's very familiar to these. And it, when you've got a formula, don't just steal it, make it your own. Yeah. So that's, there you go. Uh, that's my Christmas gift to the fucking suits out there. Right. If you see a formula that works, don't steal it. Right. Just co-opt it and make it your own. Right, exactly. 
So no, not that hard. And don't no. change it so you just sell twice. Nah. But back to Commandy. Commandy's coming back, Mike. It is a Commandy Challenge. No, they're doing. Uh, I, I don't think that this is an official title, but they're doing something called the Commandy Challenge, where they have fourteen creative groups lined up. Yeah, they each stop. They do one issue and they put Commandy in a predicament. Right. That a, a cliffhanger, yes. if you will. At the end of an issue, and the next issue, the next writing team has to figure out. They pick it up and run with it. A commandy gets out of it, and then puts commandy in another predicament, and and on and on. And this will go for 14, 14 issues, yeah. possibly more. But the first one is co-written by Dan Didio and Dan Dan Abnet. Abnet, yeah. And uh, this this should be interesting. Has this been done ever been done before? They did something called the DC Challenge. It was just a regular DC Challenge yeah. uh, a while back, but I don't think they ever finished it. I think sales were kind of poor. I'm hoping that this one's going to be good. Yeah, well, so, it remains to be seen. But yeah. I I like the competitive spirit here. Where oh know, yeah, you read the issue before like that's it. Yeah, right. I oh, this put, is easy. This is what did you you. Yeah. Abnet, really? Seriously? We can do better than this. Exactly. It's Yeah, it's like, you know, reaching that next oh, plateau. One-upmanship is the best. I can't wait to see what they pull out. Competition fosters creativity, and this uh, this should be fun. This should be fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael, I got disturbing news on the Flash movie front. Ah. Uh, the Flash movie. Yeah, I saw Ezra, this. Director Rick. Ezra Miller. Director Rick Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. All right, thank you. Left the project setting creative differences. The move is shocking. After all, this is the second director to leave the project for creative differences. Now, Warner Brothers has been left in a scramble to replace the director. This is not. This is. This is not good news, Mike. No, it's really not. Um, um, it's happened before. It has but, on this movie too. Right, so. but. Every time you appoint a new general, shall we say, you gotta, you gotta. You got to redraw the war plan, and you got to re rally the troops. Yeah, yeah. And so n- now these creative differences, Mike. Okay. Do we have any clue as to what the creative differences? No, are? but I think you can kind of guess. It's the difference between the the director's vision and the suits, Mike. Your of beloved course, suits. it is those fucking suits. Yeah. Um, the but executives. in this in this case, I think that there is uh, probably a little bit more. They are. Going back to what I said, they see a formula. Yes. They see Marvel's formula, and they're trying to make it their own, and rightly so. You should you should have a plan for your entire cinematic universe. Oh, Marvel. 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 Yeah. Well, they did the same thing with Ed Norton. He wanted to have uh, complete creative control. Yep, final cut. He wanted a final cut, and Marvel told him to go fuck himself. Right. Pardon my French, but that's exactly what right. Marvel and that's did. That's why you don't see Ed Norton. Anymore. That's why Ed, Ed, Ed Norton is no longer Bruce Banner. Right. And I think it's we are. Um, I, I wouldn't say better for it, but I think that. And I like Ed Norton. I think sure. that he's a, a great actor. Yeah, I think I, he's I, a very good director. I liked his Hulk. Yeah, his Hulk or his Bruce Banner was perfect. Yeah, pitch perfect. Um, but you, if you've got a vision, if you've got an overall overarching uh, trajectory that sure. you have to go to, and you got some guy yeah, dragging you it. back, yeah, get the hell out of here. It. Yeah. So I I think this is more uh, along the lines of a thing that Jeff Johns would have a say in. Ah, good. That's I never thought I didn't think about that. Jeff Johns, if he's butting heads with somebody, interesting. Jeff Johns would probably be the one who would be like, "I'm willing to let you go if yeah, you can't sorry. do this." 
this is what we have to do. So it's not just the suits. Right. You've got a fan in there and a fan oh, slash. I, I didn't even think about that. Everyone's thinking it's. Uh, you it's know, just the fucking suits. No, it's not just no. the suits. No. No. You've got it. And Jeff Johns probably you know, tried to work it out with him because right. Jeff seems like a really, really nice guy sure. and a guy who would be accommodating to a point. Right. He's got a job to do. And if this guy's making his life a lot tougher. Okay, man. I, hit the fucking road. You're not the only. You're not the only guy who can direct a flash movie. That's right. The there are plenty guy. more. And if yeah. they're, I don't think they're scrambling. I'm sure they've got a list of people. And I, <laughs> Jeff seems like the kind of guy who would say, you know what? It's it's the old thing. Never quit a job right. before you have another one lined up. Yeah. This is he probably didn't let this guy go without having at least three guys on speed dial. Right. So, wow. All right. I didn't even think about that viewpoint. Yeah. Interesting. And you need. You need to have a cohesive, if you're going to play with the big boys, yes. if DC is going to go head-to-head with Marvel yeah. for the movie-going right. money, um, that's pretty much it. They're going to say, hey, I want you to do me a favor and um, step in line. Yes. Which is not too much to ask. No, I don't believe so either. Because so, no. it's not his. He didn't create the Flash, this uh, Rick. Uh, whatever he wants to do with it, it has to fall under the parameters of, hey, this is what we're going to do. Right. So. Right. This is how it's been done. We have many years of history behind mm-hmm. you. Mm, all right. I yeah. Mean, I think so. that everyone's jumping to the conclusion that. That the suits are wrecking it? I don't think so. It. I think that maybe he wanted too much, and now they're like, all right. Yeah, this is great. Way to, way to remain, uh, 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 remain level-headed, Mike. Way you to remain to. level-headed, Mike. You have to. You that's, have that's to be. Not your, that's usually not your strong suit. No, and it really isn't, yeah. but. I try to be. That's why I have you. You you pull me back to right, sanity right, sometimes. Right. I love it. Uh, last thing I wanted to relate a, a quick story here. I was in Charlotte, North Carolina okay. last weekend. Went to a comic book store called uh, Heroes Aren't Hard to Find. Yes. And they know them. Uh, they started Heroes Con. Yes. Down in the Charlotte area. Been running like over 30 years. I yeah. This con has gone. And uh, one, one of the great ones. One of the ones that has maintained its uh, comic book centric integrity. As yes. far as cons go. No bullshit celebrities. No, uh, no outside, nothing, nothing to uh, stray or skew people from the world of comic books, right. as uh, as many cons have now. So, <laughs> and you're thankful to those cons. I'm thankful to those cons, yeah, for for, uh, <laughs> for booking bullshit celebrities, yes, <laughs> yeah, because I get I, to be one of them, and you get to hobnob with Although the other. I, I believe and... that me and you, we kind of skirt that line. We do. We we straddle both way and comics. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I may try to get down to this con uh, nice. either either way. Uh, I was, uh, my friend, Mar- our, our friend Mary took me over there. Oh, cool. Mary, and, uh, yes. Yeah, How's she Ma- doing? Mary True. She's doing great. Mary's doing great. awesome. We, she missed you. Oh, uh, I missed past her, weekend. too. You weren't, you weren't able to come down this weekend. We missed you. Took me down to this. Miss uh, Brian, too. Uh, I'm not saying anything more about that. Uh, yeah, no, no, uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Took me down to this great store. Now, while I was in the store, I met this dude, and he mentioned that he had just got, gotten out of prison. Okay. And he'd been in the joint for 15 years, Mike. All right. We got locked up in what nineteen? Oh, uh, down two thousand one. Two thousand one. So wow. that's a long time, dude. That's a shitload of time. So he, it, it, it was funny. He got out. He was looking at all the com- like wide eyed. Yeah. Like, Holy fuck! Like what? Where? Where did what? What happened while I was gone? Yeah. And you know, he's got these brightly lit comic book stores, statues, storylines that he has had no idea even happened. Yeah. Movies, Mar- the whole Marvel universe. Oh, of course, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. While he was in the joint, he's like, "Oh man, he was he was like a kid reborn." Yep. 
like holy shit like this is this is awesome he pulled out um i guess they they give him a him a smartphone when he got out of the joint like, Instead of the twenty dollars in the new suit, they give you a yeah, smartphone. They give you a smartphone now, yeah. He you get pulled, a smartphone and an iTunes uh, like gift, gift card. card. Yeah, <laughs> he pulled it out. He pulled out a smartphone. I was like, I don't even know what this is. I don't even know what to do with this. This is like alien technology. Yeah, this is this is a tricorder from Star Trek. What right. the hell's going on? Yeah, so I was trying to walk him through. I was like, Hey, this is Walking Dead. Like he he didn't even know. He oh, you know because he's been locked up. Could you imagine that? What like, is he in fucking solitary? They had to have something. I. <laughs> I, maybe like okay. li- very limited though. Like, I could would you assume, imagine? Yeah. Oh my god. No, I can't. And thank God. You know, maybe you read some comics in 2001, and then your your slate is wiped clean for 15 oh, years. Then you get out and you see what's on now. I was just it, yeah, it, that would it, be insane. I was inc- I was like, wow, man. Like I couldn't even imagine this, but I saw it through this guy's eyes. Like he's looking at all these comics that didn't exist when he went to the joint and he got out. Um, so I decided to be a nice guy, Mike. I uh, we were walking by a rack. He's like, "Oh man, the Lost Boys! They have the Lost Boys coming right, spread out there." I was like, "Hey man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You, you remember the Lost Boys? Uh, you know that that came out before you went away, right?" <laughs> he did, yeah. 1987. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, man, that movie's awesome." I was like, I'm, "I'm gonna buy you one of these." Oh, that's cool. You got him a number one. So, well, here's the problem. So they had number one, two, and three. I picked up a copy of number one for mm-hmm. him. Picked up copy of number three for myself. I hadn't read it yet. Okay. Ring it up. They put it in a bag. I gave him a copy of the, the book. I was like, hey, man, this is my gift to you. Uh, you know, keep your nose clean. Uh, great to meet you. See you later. I left. Uh, later on, though, as I looked in the bag, I realized I gave him issue three instead of number one. Oh, so, dude. So okay. I'm sure he'll go back and get the other two. All right. I felt bad, but, you know. It, you what, was know. He in the, what was he in the joint for? Did he say? <laughs> I didn't ask him, but 15, you would think. That's got, that's a, a big one. More than a dime, armed robbery, probably, possibly <sighs> a drug, pro, probably a drug, maybe possibly okay. a drug, uh, murder, murder. No murder, you murder. I mean, even second degree, you go for more than fifteen years, right? Even manslaughter. Uh, it's thirty years, you know. That's right. And he, he does half of it. Yeah, he didn't. Time off for I mean, good he didn't look like a murderer. Uh, yeah, I mean, so do. few people do. Yeah, <laughs> but. I, I, I had to be either drug related or okay. some kind of robbery. All right, uh, robbery possibly, and drugs, or robbery, possibly second or repeat offender. So hopefully he he reads these books, follows, stays on the straight and narrow, follows truth, justice, and the American way, stays out of the joint, and you know hopefully I put him on a good path. Yeah. So um, I just want to tell people, you know, I'm, sometimes I can I'm a good guy. You are a good guy. We're nice guys sometimes. So except you gave him number three, and now he's like, fuck. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That it drives him back to a life of crime. Yeah. Well, if he goes and and steals the um, the Lost Boys number one. You put him. He's like fucking Ming Chen. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell. I didn't tell my name. You okay. Know, I, 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 you, you <laughs> You're nice, but on, only just, to a point. Just got I got gotcha. you. All right. New books, Mike. What new are you, what are you, books. What are you reading and what should everybody else? Be reading All right. What you, what uh, ladies and gentlemen, week? Star Trek Green Lantern Stranger Worlds. Saw this on the shelf. Ooh. Thought it was a, a app crossover. This is a very cool crossover. So, and, um and uh, might I add uh, if you're listening anyway from IDW and DC, I'm loving that you're collaborating. Yeah, that's pretty it's cool. Very, very cool that you're able to play in the same sandbox. Uh the Star Trek guys. Star Trek from the new movie universe. Yes. And um, Chris Pine is getting a paycheck. Yes, he is. And the Green Lanterns, most of the Green Lanterns who were transported over to the Star Trek world right. are stuck there. Uh, turns out that their universe was destroyed, and now they're, they're in this Star Trek uh, Earth. 
As Earth Star, Star Trek. Has, Earth ST. Has Star, Starfleet tried to recruit them yet? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Do they so, have to wear the uniforms? No, okay. but Guy Gardner and Kilowog are um, at Starfleet Academy. Right. They're trying to help out, uh, help, help train these uh, new cadets. That's cool. Into, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, but there's a problem. Turns out that their rings, uh, Ganthet, and there's another Star Trek uh, Green Lantern crossover, yeah. the first one. At the end of that, uh, turns out Ganthet uh, powers up their rings. There's no power source. Oh, oh, there's oh, no power yeah, source in this neither, in right. this universe. So, so they're, they're trying to men, figure out, or they're just not all you know, men. Whatever they're, they're, they're aliens, they're, men, aliens, men. Yeah. So it's Hal Jordan, um, Carol Ferris. Uh, I think it's Carol Ferris. Yeah. Um, as the Silver Sapphire, uh, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, and Kilowog. Kilowog. Yeah. Kilowog. That's right. Kilowog. And Sinestro's in this universe too. Right. Also, Lafreeze and some of the Red Lanterns. So most of the the head enchiladas for their respective colors are in this right. universe. Oh, it's cool. And uh, they're all having uh, problems with their rings failing at inopportune times. So, like, burp, 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 yeah, burp, yeah. Burp. Like, so yeah. it's like, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. You can survive in in a vacuum of space, right? No. Yeah, oh, no. bummer. Oh, crap. Yeah. So. Um, they're having problems, and now something at the end tells us that there might be a power source available to them. Ah, okay. So, all right, that that will solve everything. Yes, because it's a six issue series, and you can't not have them. Yeah, so. and the, the lanterns on the Enterprise. Are yes. The Enterprise? Okay, that's cool. It's Hal Jordan and Carol Ferris are it's on really the Enterprise. Really cool. So yeah, cool crossover. And nice. is is uh. Yeah, Hal, yeah, just Hal Jordan and Carol Ferris yeah. are on the Enterprise. That's cool. So they're Something, interacting with the the folk. Is it cool? These are things that like you never thought you would see. Yeah, like Green Lantern, like our superheroes on the Starship Enterprise. That like, was what's, yeah. Uh, sounds like uh, you ever gotten really sick? Like you have those fever dreams? I yeah, like. I did. I actually when I was like seven, I, Archie was talking to me. So Archie Andrews, like in the comic book? No, or, talking to me is like it was, it was the middle like, of the night. He's like, "Hey, Mike, let's go down the, to Pop's Malt Shop." I'm like. The fuck are you talking about? I wasn't cursing. Was he like, like a that. big cartoon? Like yeah, you? like he, the, he was a big cartoon talking like to me. Roger like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. You know, they should do that. That'd be pretty cool. They should do that. I know they're. Doing, hey, everybody! I know they're doing Riverdale, like the CW show. He's a normal teen, the world's most normal teenager. But that'd be cool if he popped out as a cartoon. Yeah, it that would was, be. Uh, it was like a Roger Rabbit. Hey, I would, I would, everybody! I'd be into that. I don't know why Archie has that voice in my head, but he did when I was a kid. So. Right, right, and that's when you were sick. That's when I was fever dreaming. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Occupy Avengers number two. Yes, this uh, this follows Hawkeye after he kills Bruce Banner. Yeah, um, he's trying to find himself again. He's one of the one percent, right? Yeah, one of the one percent who killed Bruce Banner. Yeah, he's just kind of gonna once you do that once the once you take a life, yeah, you can't go back. There's he's stuck between. All right, people are celebrating him. It's like, hey, you you know, you're a hero, and and. He's between that struggle where everyone's praising him and the other part where I killed my friend. Yeah, the other half. Even of though the, he asked me to. And there are other people out there who are like, you're a murderer. Because yeah. nobody, you, 50% of the people think you're a hero. 50% of the people think you're a jerk off. Right. So, so you killed the Hulk. Actually, kind of just, uh, he's like Kane right now. He's walking the earth. Right. Okay. Right, writing, writing wrongs that, uh, that, that he might see. Now, uh, this takes him to... The little town of Santa Rosa, New Mexico. Okay. 
and the first one chronicled um him uh on an Indian reservation where the water supply is being stolen. Um Dicks. Yeah, well first of all firstly it's been contaminated. So this is Ugh. the timing of this book uh is not odd, but for anybody uh yeah. familiar with the Dakota Access Pipeline. Yep. There's no doubt that there is some influence yeah. here and which I think is kinda cool. So Hawkeye teams up with uh with Red Wolf who um the man not of his time. Right, he's he's a pretty cool character though. Yeah, he is uh, stripped from his own time, thrown into our present day. That's pretty cool. And helping out his people, uh, if you have his wolf Lobo with him. He does not have Lobo in this. No one. Lobo. Lobo Damn did it. not come across. With All him. right. Okay. And uh, number two, uh, number one was left off in a cliffhanger where they fight Hydro Man. Ah, uh, Hydro you know, Man. I, I, appropriate since uh, it concerns the water supply of a in your reservation. Right. But the main message of this book here, and the main message of I guess the the Dakota Access Pipeline protesters is uh you know what um these are people who can't fight for themselves they're 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 poor they're somewhat defenseless yeah and, and they live off the land they live off the land and you're just pretty much pissing in their water supply they're uh even worse Mike yeah even worse like you can drink piss piss is cleaner you can't drink contaminated no no shit like like oil yeah and Toxic waste, and I'm, it'll turn you to that dude from um, RoboCop. Like, remember when that, that toxic oh, waste spilled yeah. over? And it was like, Ugh. yeah, I don't want to be him. You don't want to be that. No. So, uh, you know, I like it. I like it. Yeah, pretty <laughs> clear cut message here. Where yeah. Clint Barton is like, listen, if I don't fight for these people, I, at one point he's like, why? You know, if it's so bad here, why don't you guys just move? They're like, do we look like we can move? Yeah, where the fuck can we go? Yeah, we got, we got, we can if go. we, even if we moved, they're gonna still come by and take our our land next time, yeah. or the time after yeah, that, we, or the time after yeah, that. Yeah, we ain't got no money. So, yeah. So uh, it's a pretty cool team up between Hawkeye and Red Wolf. And if you uh, you're wondering where Clint Barton ran off to after he killed Bruce Banner. Now, now you know. Right. Walking the earth like Jules or uh, Kane. Jules, Kane. Who's yeah. Jules? Jules from Pulp Fiction. Remember? Okay. Like, oh. Walk the earth. Like, what do you mean walk the earth? Like, <laughs> you know, like Kane in the Kung Fu. Yeah, Jules. Yeah, but he didn't do it. You didn't get to see him do it. <laughs> so, next on my list, Justice League versus Suicide Squad oh, number one. Right. Yeah, this is um, this is pretty uh badass. They're in um. Suicide Squad's on a mission in Badnesia. Yeah. Um, longtime DC right. Comics readers will remember Badnesia. Right. It's where Johnny, uh, Johnny Thunder uh, was king of, really. And uh, you have the first meeting of Task Force X and the Justice League. Batman fi- finds out that Amanda Waller is putting a lot of their criminals, the people that they go uh, up against, to work for her, yeah. To to pull stuff, and there's a couple. I can't of, sit well. No, and there's a couple <laughs> of questions in there that that the Justice Leaguers raised. They're like, how many times have these guys been pulling a job and they were actually doing the government's bidding, and we didn't know about it? This is bullshit. So they go and they confront them because um, there's a, a huge problem in Badnesia. Uh, they take out this these criminals. Yeah. Um, who are even worse than they are, right. oddly enough. And then the Justice League comes swooping in because um, a building is collapsing. There are like hundreds of innocent people right. who will die. Yeah. And so they they save that, and then there's a throwdown because Waller says, don't let him take you alive. Right. You either get out of there on your own, yeah, or, I, or want you to, I want you to die. And if you, anyone gets captured, 
I'm pulling the plug right. on you. Right. So Batman's sounds pissed. Batman's really pissed because uh, Waller tried to break into the Batcave. Oh, and that's access not, all that's stuff. Cool. No, it's not cool at all. But he is a private citizen with, in you know, major league intel. So. Right. She thinks of it as being, you know, hey, this sucks. Here's this guy, this billionaire. He, he, he knows more than us. He knows, yeah, he's got access to stuff we don't. Right. That ain't right. Yeah. So national security trumps uh, global security. Right. Uh, we'll talk about a book that's right in front of you. Yeah, Dr. let's talk Alfred about number her. Number two. Yes. Uh, this book was confusing as hell. I'm going to come right out and say it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh, no one um, does. I don't, know <laughs> if, uh, I don't know if you did, but uh, uh, if you read Dr. Afford number Dr. Afra is, uh, what we mentioned last week, um, one of the first, it is the first Marvel-created Star Wars character yep. to get her spin, first spinoff book. Yes. And uh, number one chronicles her adventures. Uh, she's out from the, under the thumb of Darth Vader. Right, and the Emperor, and, and the, the Empire, Empire actually. The Empire, out on her own, and as an as a archaeologist working on her own with her own morals, uh, she's mm-hmm. trying to... Scheme and buy and sell artifacts. Um, I, except uh, her doctor accreditation has been revoked. It was never <laughs> valid in the first place. All right, just like Doctor Doom, I got gotcha. you. Which makes selling these artifacts uh, much harder. Yeah, when you don't have that uh, that title behind you. Finds out her father's be- behind the pulling of her accreditation. Wow, what a dick! And is uh, using her to find something called the Ordu Aspectu, which is. Uh, some kind of alien race. Um, so her father's trying to blackmail her with uh, hanging this uh, accreditation over her head until she turns the tables and six uh, triple zero the evil robot on him. Uh, as um, of which he's like, all right, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't, <laughs> don't slice me, don't slice me and dice me with your killer version of C three PO. And he's like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll. Uh, let's work together. Uh, I believe this alien race that we're looking for is on some kind of fourth moon of some star system. That fourth moon turns out to be Yavin 4. Like, so we get to see. Yes. Well, they're, they're combing. This is after uh, the new, events yes. of New Hope. So, yes. yeah, they're combing, looking for what's. What's, uh, what's up yeah. to the rebels? Yeah, what are they doing now? Yeah, they probably hightailed it out of there, but since they went to Yavin 4 after the rest of New Hope. Crawling with the Empire. Crawling. Of course it would be. Yeah. They're looking for clues. Yeah. Looking looking for clues. So I uh, I had to read this one a couple times. So I was like, what the hell is going on yeah. here? Well, they, Marvel likes to drop you right in the middle of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yes. I, Let's talk about Nightwing. All right. Yes. Nightwing 11. Uh, welcome. Return to Bloodhaven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where. His original stuff, his Chuck Dixon run, falls into the new Rebirth right. stuff. But uh, there are they they did touch on uh, a couple of things. He's like, well, I'm I used to live in. I, he even says it. You know, uh, back in another life, I lived in in night uh, in Bloodhaven. Yeah, and uh, it's like, wow, that's that's a nice little callback. But we're not quite sure how it fits in. Turns out that he is working with a woman who he took down when he was Robin. Yes. The woman, defacer, yeah, woman uh, was a sidekick called yeah. the defacer, and her, um, and, and now she's his boss, or uh, Dick's yeah. boss. She's Dick's yeah. boss, not Nightwing's boss. So, uh, and she runs like um, uh, a twelve-step group for reform supervillains. 
right. it's kind of cool. And sidekicks, sidekick yeah. for supervillains. And you know, uh, most of these guys are are people that Nightwing himself took down. Right. So well, what we find out is these villains also escaped Gotham to Bloodhaven to escape him. Yeah. And him and Batman. Good luck. Robin or him as Nightwing or or whatever. And they're like, what What are you doing here? Yeah, he's rubbing we, their we, face. He's not doing it on purpose, but you right. know, this shit happens. Wait, we're here. We we came here to get away from you. Yeah. And now you're here. You're screwing up everything. And they're. Recovering meaning, uh, I think there's a there's there's a quote here is uh you know be the be, be the man you want to be, not the monster in the mirror. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, last we, issue, we, we saw that um, there's a, a guy who looks just like Mizra Mala. Yeah. And Gorilla Grodd, and his name is uh, Gorilla Grim. Yeah. Yeah. Who's been accused of murder? There's yes. a serial killer going around, and um, he's like, I don't know if I did it. Right. I'm a monkey. Right. But monkey. But Dick Nightwing is. A hundred percent sure that he did not. Yeah. So he's gonna uh, do his detective work, and Nightwing lives uh, in a above a school for the blind. Yes. Which or is, a home for the blind. Yeah. Which is that's brilliant, man. It they is, but they can't see you coming and going. True, but they can hear him, right. and that's one of the things that he neglects. They're gonna be like, "What the hell's he doing up there oh, at like three o'clock in the morning?" Yeah. Keep it down in there. Yeah. Trying to sleep. I'm blind already. You're not, now you can't. Now I'm gonna be an insomniac. Yeah, thanks a lot. Now yeah, I've got that. What do they call it? The um, oh shit, the, the not seasonal affectation disorder, but the uh, oh, the chronic. Right. right, is that the one where you don't get enough sunlight or whatever? That that's one? that's that. But they also have like um, it, it's a like dysplasia where you you can't tell, you can't fall asleep and stay asleep, right? Because your body clocks. Oh, circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm. It's yes. yeah, you got a fucked up circadian yeah, rhythm. Yeah, yeah. You're messing me up, Nightwing. Yeah. That one thing with the way you don't get enough sunlight didn't didn't Johnson have that? I, I think he, so. I heard he went out and bought one of those lamps and like he did was it like, work? He was like like sunning himself. <laughs> he, it cured him, but now he's got um, skin cancer. Right, it's horrible. It, it never, it's never perfect. No, yeah, you can't get that balance unless you you like pull the uh, the whole snowbird move and move down to Florida for six months. Yeah, which yeah. no, don't do it. And uh, at the end of this issue, we meet uh, one of Bloodhaven's most notorious gangs, and uh, and and a, a villain as well. Yeah, so former villain, they, or uh, they recorded a, a re- uh, recruited, gotcha, a former villain, not one, one that that uh, was kind of like this, uh, the twelve step program. Nah, screw this, no commit crime. Yeah, you know, hey, it's what I'm good at. It's way way more fun. All right, way more fun. Um, did you read Batman Wonder Woman Superman Trinity by any chance? I did not, but it is in my list. It's on my pile. Yeah, if uh, if you go back, uh, this issue four that we're reviewing, if you read issue one, Poison Ivy has got all three of them in her grasp in something called the Black 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 Mercy. Yes, the Black Mercy plan, which yeah thrusts them into a dreamlike dream- state. Yes, dream-like state. first seen in uh, for the man who has everything. Yes. Superman Annual 11, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yes, and uh, does this reintroduce Mongol to the DC Universe? Uh, you just maybe ruined a surprise here and there. Oh, sorry about that. Maybe, Spoilers, maybe, folks. Well, ruined a spoiler. If, if you're, if issue, you're listening but, to this, yeah, you on. know I spoil the shit out of stuff. Yes. But Black Mercies were originally uh, a gift to Superman from Mongol. Yeah. And he's like, screw you, Superman. And uh, it's actually a really cool thing that was adapted to a Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Right. Um, where the Black Mercy made Superman um, think he was back on Krypton. Krypton had never exploded, yep, yeah. and uh, he was a 
a simple farmer on Krypton. Yeah, he's able to interact. Yeah, he he, he was uh, married to one. he was married to a woman who was a cross between Lois and Lan- Lana. Yeah, and uh, he had like little kids. I don't like that. Can they black mercy? Uh, which is there a drug out there called black mercy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's, let's find out from Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So and, and this one issue two uh, throws Superman back into uh, his. Uh, uh, Plan seems to throw everybody into their backstories. They're yeah. able to relive and exist. Oh, of course. Back your if, backstory. Superman back into Smallville, uh, able to save his father. Issue three uh, got Batman. Unfortunately, he was not able to save his parents, but still uh, able to exist there. Issue four uh, gets Wonder Woman back to uh, Themyscira. Okay. And uh, back to the land where she was cast out of Yeah, uh, when she left to go see earth or the man's mortal, world man's world the, yeah. the world of the mortal so yeah. so uh yeah at the end um well you ruined them you ruined them. sorry but but again if you if you if you're listening to this you know that mongo was due to make an appearance of course at any point so uh big ups to uh francis Manipul. Manipul. you're doing a great job in the artist emmanuela lupacino nice yeah, and you just uh, in Poison Ivy's put them all in the stage. Cool. So you get to see her as well. Um, yeah, great. So, uh, what else do you have there? I have Uncanny uh, X Men number sixteen. It's the Inhumans versus X Men war, and it's actually pretty badass. Marvel Girl Jean Grey and the Stepford Cuckoos are. <laughs> this is um, where you get the backstory from. You know, the plan to take down the Inhumans. They've got Karnak in a mental maze. Yeah. So he's trying to, um, he's fighting, trying to fight his way out of, they've got him in a, a trance. Yeah. So he's, the only bad thing about this is that uh, Gene and the Stepford Cuckoos might have underestimated uh, Karnak. He can find the weakness in anything. Right. So that's, that's his, that's his that's superpower. His, that's his gift. Yeah. yeah. So um, they're, trying to make him run around and phantom x is taking advantage <laughs> of the um insanity going on be- in between mutants and humans so yeah and if you, you want know. some backstory on karnak uh, there are a couple of single issues uh, yeah. recently came out which are, are pretty cool yeah actually yeah uh, i'm gonna go over uh guardians and galaxies books here yeah uh, there are a couple like, gamma number one and starler number one yes Camera, Deadliest Woman in the Universe. Yes. Uh, written, co-written by Nicole Perlman, who was one of the writers on the movie. Very nice. So, uh, um, uh, in Raised, the Deadliest Woman in the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, at odds with uh, her sister, Nebula. Yes. Um, Nebula, who in the comics is the granddaughter of Thanos. Yes. So. Exactly. Thanos uh, obviously favors Gamera, so uh, you got that dynamic where the, those two are always fighting. Right, because... Um, Nebula wants to please her grandfather, and right. and Gamora's like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Um, so he's like, um, "Yeah, I like you. You got um, spirit." Yeah, and Thanos makes no bones about. Yeah. Nebula's like, "Listen, wow, what a dick, right?" He is a dick. It's, it's Thanos. What are you yeah, gonna do? Yeah, it's Thanos. He's a dick. So this one uh, chronicles uh, Gamora taking out the whole Badoon royal bloodline. Nice, or so she thinks. Uh, they have, yeah, it never works they out. Have well. continue, uh, they have uh, conveniently squirreled away uh, one princess uh, onto the world of Ubelex. And Gamera. <laughs> Sounds like something you take if you have uh, man problems. Right, exactly. Okay. Or, or female problems. All right, well. And Gamera goes to uh, to finish the job, although no one ever goes to Ublex and comes back. And uh, to much of the displeasure of Thanos, but 
she was uh cameras manipulated not manipulated but it was like yeah nebula was like hey you forgot you forgot one mm-hmm. you might want to go over there and finish the job knowing that she may not come back so um that's uh that's uh that's uh that's gamma number one and uh followed by star lord number one yes peter quill used to have it all he did lost it all yeah he did yep and uh this one's written by chip zadarsky uh, art by chris ankum and uh so now trapped on earth like any normal person in a dumpy apartment no ship no friends you no, got a job no job no job bummer what he has is uh he has a smartphone <laughs> program with two numbers mike howard the duck and his ex-fiance kitty pride oh dude yeah. that sucks so what do you do when you have no job no money no dumpy apartment um you know you go to the museum or uh, you get right. drunk and you call kitty pride your ex-fiance at 2 a.m right well it's oh, back baby we can make it work does run into kitty pride at the museum okay uh, wow. that doesn't end well and then um goes and has beers with old man logan because why not? Yeah. Because so, Old Man Logan, who was Kitty's mentor yeah, in a different timeline, but right. still Kitty's mentor. And he's like. And he's, and he's still very protective of her and still course. watching over her, right, uh, in this present. And in his. And if, you, if you're reading Old Man Logan, he's cast in a time that alternate universe that he, uh, he does not know. So he's also drinking away his sorrows. Okay. Uh, one great quote. I read in this book that I loved. Uh, I find the answer to most problems in a dingy bar with a drink in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Or just more questions and problems. But yeah, I'm, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And, that, <laughs> and what happens when you put Peter Quill and Wolverine in a bar? Uh, they get into a, they're going to get into a bar fight. A brawl. A bar yeah. brawl. So brawl. That, that alone is worth this issue. The price of admission. Gotcha. The price of admission. So pick those up, especially if you're a Guardians fan. Right. You're going to love both of these. Last on my list right. is the Avengers 2.1. Um, this is fantastic. It it goes back to a point in the Avengers history when it was um, not the Avengers we know, not powerful Avengers. It's uh, written by Mark Wade, Barry Kitson, and Mark Farmer do the art. It's it's amazing <laughs> art. But you've got um, Caps. They used to call it Caps Kooky Quartet. Yes, it's Captain America, Hawkeye. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yes, they took over for the Avengers. Yeah, with a K, with a K, K. Kooky Quartet, and it um, a lot of a lot of fun stories happened from here. Yeah, they added other Avengers a little bit later on. You'd get Goliath and the Wasp coming back, and we'd meet uh, the Black Knight, Hercules, and but here's where they're trying to gel as a team, and Hawkeye's being his typical Hawkeye (laughs) douche self. He's like calling Cap Methuselah. And hey, this is great <laughs> if we're going to Denny's for the senior meal. Right. Um, an old joke. Marvel yeah. loves their old jokes, man. Yeah, and uh, he's coming down on Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch because they're like old world Romanian, right? And uh, Quicksilver is <laughs> so very too. protective. Oh my god, yeah. The racist. Well, not not an so much. He's he's like making fun of them for uh, having like, like such Slovaks, a man. Yeah, having fun, making fun of them for having you, like you old world customs. That. Oh yeah, you didn't. Uh, back in the day, you weren't allowed to go on a date unless her brothers were there. Right. So this is Quicksilver's like, get the hell away from here, Archer. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's calling him, calling Quicksilver a coward. They have to go up against the stranger who he's one of the um, the elders of the universe. Right. He, uh, the collector, the uh, uh, games master. Yeah. 
all these guys and he's uh being of infinite power so they meet with uh charles xavier and the x-men right and angel pretty much says hey quicksilver if you weren't with these guys and being vouched for by captain america yeah, I, I would lay you out flat right <laughs> and uh, we would we would kick your ass and Iceman actually on the opposite side was like look you you guys could have come and chilled with us you didn't have to become literally Avengers. yeah well literally yeah. chilled no nah, i was going for a pun there but uh and even xavier's like you know cap you're kind of a dick too so um he gives him the coordinates of where the stranger is right and kind of wipes their memories of where xavier's school is yeah yeah. so uh they go up and they they fight um the stranger and they don't have a chance right not even close but there's this one woman being a girl being a power who supercharges all of their uh abilities and so they make her the newest Avenger. Nice. Except. Oh, there's a twist. Not all as, as it seems. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, the, I, there's pay, always something. You pay a high price for things yep. like that. Yeah. And we don't remember her from, you know, any of the earlier Avengers books. Yeah. So. Might I also note, uh, like the old school Avengers typeface. Yes. On this, on this book, uh, they did. And they've got the old school Avengers uh, letter page. And they've got no like way, a little, really? little Marvel checklist. Of uh, cool. comics that came out that month. That's cool. So, See, yeah. wait, just Marvel. If you're listening, we're we're we noting we know. Oh, digging like this. this stuff, buddy. This is this is uh, an old school callback. We know it. We 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 definitely hear a lot about. Oh, that's Avengers. cool. All about the awesome. Avengers, and yeah, we notice things like this. Thank you for the extra effort. You could have made. It. You could just chucked it in there and a pinup and a pinup. You could have. You know. You could have. You could, yeah, you could have uh, skipped over it. Could have half-assed it, but yeah. you don't. And this is no. why we keep reading your books. Absolutely. So, Thank you very much. Uh, lastly, uh, I got to moderate the Michael Rooker panel. Yes, you did. I, and you had it up on uh, on, Stalker and, uh, on your post- Facebook page, right? They posted a clip where usually when we do these panels, and you, you've you moderated as well. You've I seen have. this happen firsthand where we'll, we'll just grab a bat, or as this, in this case, uh, the bat meaning Lucille. Right. And uh, Michael Rooker would be like, just come at me. <laughs> and I will- Come at me. And I will stupidly, and he'll usually chuck me down on the ground and beat the piss out and of me. And beat the piss out of me. Oh. But, but uh, somebody asked him, Michael Rooker, how, Rooker, how would you end The Walking Dead? And he thought for a second, and very dramatically, he told the audience about how he would do it. And I probably should have pulled the audio, but you can see it's on, I think, I believe it's on YouTube. It's been chronicled where he says, uh, you know, you see a sunset. And an endless railroad track, and you see a man walking into the sunset by himself, kiss alone, and you realize that it's Carl. And the, all the events of The Walking Dead were just him retelling the events of the past. Uh-huh. Everybody else is dead. He's the only one left. He's his own man. And this is and this is how it ends. Wow! And I thought, wow, man, that's a pretty cool. That's ending. pretty deep, man. That's pretty cool ending. And he's going to look for uh, other survivors, which he hasn't found yet. Right. But he's leaving this journal for anyone who may come along. Right. It was cool. As he told us, the, you know, everyone was silent. The air was thick with uh, anticipation. anticipation. Yeah. And then I, I cut that anticipation by going, well, is, is he eating pudding while he's on this railroad track? He's like, no. Oh, no pudding. Bummer. Okay. No pudding. All right. Uh, Mike, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Are you gonna be, you're going to be here, right? You're I'm going to be here. Yeah, is actually, the store open? The store will be open New Year's Day. All right. Which is why you're here. Which, which is We're going to miss here. you. But uh, I'm looking here, and there's one name on this list. Yeah, well, there's a nut. Uh, well, this there's a nut, Mike. If 
by the name of Devin Pike, who has decided to throw a four-day New Year's Eve Comic Con yes. in Dallas, Texas. I've been lucky enough to be invited. Yes. It's called the Marvelous Nerd Year's Eve. It takes place December 29th to January 1st. Go to MarvelousNYE.com for tickets and info. Headlining guest of honor, Mike, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Who will be celebrating his 94th birthday while we're there. Happy birthday, Stan. The Friday of the Con, which I believe is December 30th, features a Stanley birthday party slash roast. That's awesome. Hosted the Roastmaster. By Chris Ladondo. No, Roastmaster oh. is Brian O'Halloran, our friend. Brian no O'Halloran, kidding. Okay. Which I think he's going to do an excellent job. Okay. And uh, also also appearing there, uh, which I'm very excited about, uh, the other Ming, Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen, the awesome. Better, Love the her. better Ming. Jason Mewes, Michael Rooker. You! Me, Peter Mayhew, Greg Sestero from the yes, room. Yes, I know. I saw that. I'm like, Sestero's going to be I'll, there. I'll, I'll get you something nice from Greg. Right, I know you're a big you. fan of the room. Brian O'Halloran, Sean Gunn, Marin Gigliotti, uh, Scott Schiaffo. I mean, basically all, pretty much all the Viewskew gang from back in the Brian day. Brian Johnson? He's listed. I have not heard. <laughs> Brian Johnson I, might be there. I, I asked him, I was like, dude, are you coming? Did you sign your contract? And I've gotten no replies. So yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if he'll be there with me or not. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I really don't. You don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, a lot of our friends who have been, who've run all the other, uh, many of the other Texas cons are also mm-hmm. working with this one. So, you know, we're communicating as friends. We're like, hey, have you heard from Brian? I'm like, no. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I so you. I don't know. It'll be a surprise if he does show up. All right, so there you go. You got a surprise coming on New Year's Eve, maybe. Yeah, also Neil Adams, uh, a, lot, a lot of our friends will be there. Beautiful. We're going to miss you, Mike. I'm sorry I got to work. I'll, I'll, I'll bring, bring in, in the New Year without me. I'll bring in the New Year with uh, me and Stan and I. We're we'll bringing in. You'll, you'll raise a glass to my health. Yes, Thank I will. You. you think Mingo will let me kiss her at, at midnight? Probably, no. probably not. Probably no. not. Probably. All right. All right. Maybe on the cheek. Oh yeah, that, right. I'll you'll, take that. You'll take the cheek. Okay, I'll, good. I'll take that. All right, all right. Well, thank you for listening, Ray. Merry, merry everything. Uh, you know what? Whatever you celebrate, folks, just celebrate it and uh, know that we here at I Sell Comics wish you a prosperous New Year. We're not going to be around next week. We will have something up, I'm sure. But um, yeah, we're dude. We're closing in on 250 yeah. episodes. By the way, very that's cool. A, Let's that's do a, something. That's a milestone. Um. I, I'm going to tease a couple things okay. for you this year. All right. Um, what do we got? We've got, uh, hopefully, uh, John Schnapp. Oh, good. Okay, yes. Uh, hopefully, we'll Schnapp. hear for, from Sunny Lane. Yes. A uh, uh, couple of other friends of ours. Chris Campana is going to be back. Okay, good. We all, um, I just brought in a piece of artwork that he did for me. Ian Nichols, uh, yes. another fantastic artist. Yes. Um, I, I'm missing a whole bunch of people, but... Uh, th- those are just teasers. Oh yeah, we got a, we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people. And good. Ming had promised me 2017 right. is the year that we get Jeff Johns on here. Yes. So. Oh, I that's almost a that's almost a lock. All right, good almost enough. a lock. Right. I don't want to. You know. That's a big lock. That's a big lock. <laughs> we uh we're work, we're working on that. Okay. But we have but we wish of... you from here from the Titans Tower, the yes. secret headquarters. Yes. Uh, a very prosperous New Year. Yes. Um, hope your holiday season goes. Better than you expect. We hope we, you get all the comics and pop culture related gifts. That exactly. That's all those Reddit haters. All of our do Reddit we, haters. Do we have we, Reddit haters? I do. I have a lot Are of Reddit haters. Oh my God. True. Get them takes pure pleasure. And Here, hey, look at all this hate you're getting. Here's the thing. If, uh, you know, what matters more if you're hated by, say, Stan Lee or if you're hated by Charles Manson? 
Exactly. That's my yeah. that's my point. Is Charles Anderson hates me. I don't care. My uh, and I really don't. It makes me smile. But I also want to wish our Reddit haters out yes, there a, very merry a better yes, a very merry Christmas, a better Christmas than you deserve. Right. So yes, and <laughs> there you go. I still can't 